You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? I'm trying to get What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast, and you're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. And I got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, we are reviewing Miss Marvel episode one, and this episode is titled Generation Y. And this is one of the new superheroes that we're gonna uh, get accustomed to seeing. Y'all, um, if y'all haven't checked out our Moon Knight reviews, check out that. Uh, we got Thor coming up in July, so we're gonna get a new villain with Thor. But this show right here is highlighting one of the new Avengers that we're going to get used to seeing over the next couple of years. Ms. Marvel, a Pakistani-American superhero, which we've never had before. Uh, I had to get used to seeing some of the references that they had with all of the Muslim stuff and everything. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in a Disney show or a movie. So that was cool to see them going into a whole new culture. Yeah, and I like what Marvel is doing with that, bro. Just diving into every every race and... uh, yeah, every race like that. I think that's cool because they're so big. They're they're capable of doing it. A lot of these other businesses, a lot of these other companies cannot. Like they got to stick to the stick to the rule book. But Marvel is so big at this point that nobody really cares as long as they make an excellent product. And we know what we're going to get with Marvel at this point. So no matter what it is, no matter if it goes against what the comics had, it's like if it's going to be great, we don't care. And they keep giving us mm-hmm. like those type of um those type of characters on screen like that's big especially for those cultures the pakistanian we just got um shang chi with the chinese or the asian community like that's right. big for those communities to actually have somebody that they can point to same thing with us with black panther when we seen black panther you already know what type of uh fanfare was around that movie so it's the same right. thing so i'm glad that everybody can have that type of experience when encountering with these shows so that's definitely some dope shit yeah i loved it and it was one thing that i had to get used to and it was just the the cultural differences that Pakistani people have, probably just Muslim people in general, you know, regardless of what race you are, anybody who practice, practices Islam and anybody who's actually, you know, Pakistani or Indian or any type of race like that, because the way her parents were acting, with, the way Kamala's parents were acting with her throughout the whole show, I'm like, damn, like y'all are so strict, but I had to really think about it. I'm like, I've actually seen parents be like that with for sure, whether it's Asian parents (laughs) or Indian parents. And it felt stereotypical at first, but sometimes those stereotypes be true as hell. Like, no, just do your schoolwork, like just go to class, come home and be a good girl like that's all you're supposed to do you're not supposed to chase your dreams you ain't supposed to be trying to do this (laughs) i was like damn like bro her mama was so old carded cold that's how it really is for a lot of people that come from overseas because they try to stay low-key because they so used to it a lot of them are are, come from immigrant families so you try to keep it low-key like you're trying to get a high profile you're trying to chase your dreams it's like you're drawing a little too much (laughs) attention to us you don't know what could happen when you talk about the immigration services so hey let's keep it low-key Obviously, that's probably not the situation that happened here. They're probably from America and all that. But I'm just saying, that's why a lot of them people like to keep it low-key, keep it strict, keep it simple, Yeah, like go in this direction. So, yeah, it's just dope to see, like, uh, other nationalities and other races. That's definitely dope. But you want to know the first thing I realized about this show, bro? And it was toward the end of the episode. So we're skipping all the way to the end. And I go, it goes back to what we said in the, the Doctor Strange 2 movie about America Chavez, bro. And how after 10 years, she did not know how to use her powers. (laughs) Tell me why within five minutes, bro, 
Miss Marvel know how to use her shit. She's saving lives with the Mr. Fantastic hand. Come on, bro. This is why I was <laughs> mad in the Doctor Strange too. How this girl been in the multiverse for 10 years, don't know how to use her shit. All she had to do was punch. And this girl, after five minutes, already doing the little icicle shit. And she doing the Mr. Fantastic. Come on. Come on, that shit don't even make sense logically, bro. So that's all I'm saying, bro. It's just weird when you look at Doctor Strange 2 and then you look at look they, at this uh, this show. They definitely dropped the ball with America Chavez. <laughs> like I can't even go against what you're saying right now. But it, it was cool to see her. Um I, I thought she was gonna have two of those wrist thingies, but apparently mm-hmm. she only has one. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, that felt weird to me. I just felt like it needed to be symmetrical. I feel like she needed two, but mm-hmm. one is fine, I guess, as long as she got the powers at the end of the day. Yeah. Just to give a quick synopsis of what the show was about, uh, Kamala is a superhero fan with an imagination, particularly when it comes to Captain Marvel. So she's a Captain Marvel super stan. But she's an Avengers super fan too. Right. And Kamala feels like she doesn't fit in at school and sometimes even at home. That is until she gets superpowers like the heroes she's looked up to. So this is basically like um, Quincy just said, she's an Avengers super fanatic. She's a true Captain Marvel stands. She dives into researching and podcasting about these uh superheroes and whatnot. So she she's really like us, but she's out yeah. here really trying to be a superhero. Facts, facts, facts. Fact. She got her own YouTube channel. She only had a little five subscribers, but that's just dope to see, especially when you're young like that getting started, especially when you're chasing your dreams and you're actually looking up to those type of people. Right. That's dope because we I feel like we haven't really seen enough of the, the people in the community. What's their... What's their point of view when they have superheroes flying around them all the time? Like, what is their perspective? Mm-hmm. Do they look up to them or do they like kind of despise them because they keep fucking up their world? Like, this nigga, oh, they always destroying <laughs> the New York City. Like, they always destroying this. Like, do they look up to them or they, do they be like, man, y'all always fucking up some shit? Like, I always wonder how like the other people, the other people in that community like view them. So it's just funny to see that she looks up to them like that. Cause I know it's because... other people in there that like they don't fuck with them. Her parents, I'm sure they're looking at it like, no, you're looking at up to these people that are destroying everything and just going against their principles of being good um, good human beings and whatnot. And she, as a kid, she's looking at it like, yeah, it's scary that there's villains out there, <laughs> but we got all these superheroes to say today. Like, this yeah. shit is cool. So in her mind, it's like, wow, like we actually reading comics about the people we're actually seeing saving the world. So I, I like her viewpoint because yeah. let, let Iron Man start flying around here. I'm going crazy. Facts. No, no, no. Facts, facts, facts. But when he t- when he tear your house down, then you're going to have another perspective yeah. on that. Iron Man. I see. I'm, I'm an adult now, so I'm going to be pissed now because they're going to be like, damn, who I got to pay for rent now? Now I got to get FEMA to help me out and whatnot. But, bro, this is, these are the questions that we need answered, bro. That's why I want to show about everybody else in the Marvel community, like the regular person, how do they deal with the shit that happens in the MCU, bro? Because it got to be some annoying shit. Like, bro, I just bought this house and then they come through, fuck my whole shit up. Do I have insurance? Or I just going to be like, they got to have Avengers insurance after at this point. They oh, yeah, of course. Insurance. It's probably like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Bro, bro, my instant reaction from this show, bro, I, I loved episode one. Completely loved it. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it so much, honestly. Honestly, I thought she was going to be way younger than what she actually is. I thought she was going to be yeah. in, like, middle school, and she, it turns out, being 16. So that's, like, the perfect age, Spider-Man-type age, when he started getting involved with um with Iron Man. So I'm like, okay, that honestly is, like, a perfect transition. So she can go off and do anything at this point after she graduates. 
lives this double life she can go off with captain marvel she can go off with photon and do whatever she wants to so i'm glad that she's older than what i expected and it's such a different show than what we've gotten so far with disney plus but all of these other shows are more so about anti-heroes wandavision you got the moon knights uh we had the uh, falcon and the winter soldier but it just feels so different so light compared to everything else it feels like a Spider-Man. It smells like a Spider-Man version of a show, like a cosmic Spider-Man. Like you can really like grab. Well, I onto. was thinking, I was thinking more so of Hawkeye because Hawkeye was different like this too. It was more, mm. yeah, you had the villain that you were going up against. But I wasn't but grabbed attention-wise. I wasn't grabbed by Hawkeye it, like it I didn't was grab the. the it didn't grab the attention like Miss Marvel is grabbing, but it in essence to what you're saying of you know this is different from the whole anti-hero thing like mm -hmm. with hawkeye it was like a a new hero emerging and going under the wing of yeah. the previous hero and in this um in this show i don't think she's necessarily going to come under the wing of captain marvel she's just going to be following in her footsteps in a mm -hmm. sense and it's more light-hearted this yeah. episode had a lot of comedy i don't know if all of yeah. these episodes are going to make you laugh like this but this I feel like this show could be aiming towards oh it, it'll give us a break from all the seriousness we've been getting yeah. so far because WandaVision serious as hell, Falcon and the Winter Soldier serious as hell, Loki, even Hawkeye had a few laughs, but Hawkeye was pretty serious towards the end. So I think this is gonna be the first show where we get like a, a break from all the seriousness. I think She-Hulk will give us a break from that too. True. I think She-Hulk will provide a lot of laughs. That looks adult bro. funny too. That actually looks yeah. adult funny. So I know that show <laughs> going, that is definitely going to deliver too. Yeah, so I definitely, I definitely rock with this show. Like I said, I like I can I just compare it to Spider-Man living a double life. You're young, yeah, it's going through the relatable problems. But this is another question I had about like this trope of the 16-year-old getting powers and then boom. They're, they were an outcast at one point, and now they have powers. Why do we never see, like, the popular kid, like, get powers and go in there? He starts to go through troubles and something like that. We never see that storyline. Like, we always see it's an outcast or somebody who got bullied, and then he gets powers. And it's like, we've seen that trope so many times. Why don't y'all spin it with, like, a popular kid gets it, and his, his, like, his life turns upside down because he's used to one thing, and it's like now he feels like an outcast because now – like uh weird stuff is happening to him in class and now people are looking at him differently like i feel like that that would be such a different way to look at it than just the outcast or the weird girl in the corner getting powers like let it be a popular person and then flip it on his head i don't know if i would want it to be a popular person because the the narrative that shows and movies always make with popular people is they're rude they're mean they just think they're better than everyone else but so I feel you like have powers... to get a really humble popular kid yeah 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 but i think the powers could high key humble you because now you see how the weird people you see how they became an outcast and you see like mm -hmm. damn you you kind of get humbled by the powers in a way i would feel Cause like now you get looked at as weird because weird stuff is happening to you. And you like, you start to understand the weird person that you've been bullying this whole time. So now your attitude changes and now you're no longer like the popular kid that you once were. Now you understand both sides because you've been popular and now you're weird. So now you're not the same old person that you used to be. Your attitude has completely changed. I just think it will be something different because in every superhero movie, when you're young, I feel like it's an outcast becoming a superhero. Well, I mean, 
Nah, Iron Man ain't become a superhero until he got older. But Iron Man was always cool. Like, yeah. Tony Stark was always a cool-ass dude. He was cool. He had money. He had hoes. Like, he just didn't become a superhero <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. he got older. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, yeah, he's like, one of the few. He's one of the few. He's one of the few. But I feel like just like uh, Kate Bishop, she was more so like the weird girl. She she did archery. Like, she wants nobody cool. You know what I'm saying? She was more so like an outcast. She she uh ended up linking up with Hawkeye. Now she's leveling up, and now she has the now she's a part of the Avengers now. Like I feel like it's always the outcast, the outcast. And I just feel like it would be better if we just switched it up a little bit, Marvel. And they didn't make Spider-Man this uh um what you call it, this Tom Holland Spider-Man that we've had for the last few years. If you notice, he's not really an outcast like we're used to seeing with Spider-Man. In that first movie, they showed him as an outcast. He was a weird dude. I don't, I don't think so. They showed him he, as a weird he, dude. He was weird, but he was still accepted by a lot of people at the same time. I think Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, they faced a lot more social life adversity than Tom Holland. Wasn't he getting bullied in the first one? Or like... No, nah, I mean, flat. they're always going to make the Flash character an asshole. Yeah. But... But outside of that Flash character for Tom Holland, they were both on the debate team. Like, it was easy as hell for him to get MJ. Like, this this Spider-Man character. But that's because MJ Parker, was weird, too, though. And that's the thing. Like, they're yeah. making, I think they're starting to make weird, quote-unquote, more relatable days time to where you're not looked at as an outcast anymore. You're not looked at as the lame nerdy kid anymore. Everybody's nerds now. Everybody's smart now. It's mm -hmm. just you're either an asshole and you're smart or you're accepting of everybody of who they are. Which mm -hmm. they're making less assholes now. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I just think it would be cool if they switched it up a little bit. Like you said, other than Iron Man, I really can't think of somebody who was cool that became like a superhero like that, like especially young. When yeah, if you're maybe. young, you are you are somebody weird, bro. And to have actual superpowers, you you are a weirdo, bro. So it's like I just would like to see a switch up. But um, or an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that pop in your head? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I heard somebody say that, bro. It's like it, it's always the weird person or somebody who. Oh, you talk about they making a movie about an orphan? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Like the, the people who get superpowers or become superheroes, they're either mm. orphans, they're weird people, they're they're nerds. Like it, it's that's always the point. most extreme case scenario. <laughs> that's a good point. Cause I was just watching something recently. Damn, bro, what was I watching? And dude was an orphan and got taken in by a family, and he became a superhero. But I don't forget what movie that was. But um, <laughs> but like you said, I agree with that completely. But um, damn. But this is what I want to say too, though, bro. I don't want to get too hyped off the first episode, and that's why I was kind of like holding exactly. my feelings back. Cause like I said, <laughs> I love the first episode, but I was like. I love the first episode of Moon Knight, and look how that we turned see, out. We see how this went, bro. We will see you how this went. So I'm now. trying to hold back my feelings because I this seems like it's going to be good. It's going to be light. It's going to be fun. I'm already engaged with the character, but it's like I don't want to get my feelings too high because I've seen how this really goes for real. But I think this will end up being a pretty good show at the end. Because I wasn't too impressed with episode one. Episode one was lighthearted. It was funny. It was different in the last few shows that we've gotten from Marvel so far, but. I think what's keeping me from, like you said, the, the episode one with Moon Knight gave us way more than what we ended up getting in totality. <laughs> but, um, 
but I just didn't give too much thought to episode one. So I think that's why I wasn't too impressed by it. Cause the whole time I was sitting there watching, I'm like, I don't give a damn how good this shit is. It's not going to be this good the whole show. <laughs> and I think that messed up my perception on what the rest of the show is going to be, but I, I, I'm not going to let it mess it up. For episode one, I I gave it like a seven out of ten. It was it was solid. I love the different perspective from a different culture. Uh, I love, like you said, how they made her a, a age where it's like she's young, but she's in that young Avengers age mm. range to where she's not like the baby of the group or anything like that. And I I keep wanted to ask you about that too, bro. It's like what is where is her trajectory really taking her because. A lot of people do not have a reference to Miss Marvel, so a lot of people really haven't uh, read the comics or know what's going to happen with the storyline. So, is she bigger than Young Avengers? Because I feel like she could be up there helping, like Captain Marvel, on the cosmic level, where she's higher than like the the Hawkeye, or she's higher than the Kid Loki. She's higher than everybody else that she could possibly be encountering with because she's cosmic, bro. That's just high key different. I think she could be on that level, but I think she'll choose to stay on the ground level and just be one of the stronger people on the ground level. I think mm. I think that's the role she'll choose to have, as long as Captain Marvel is alive anyway. As mm. long as Captain Marvel is alive, she'll handle all the space stuff with a sword and Nick Fury and all that. And then on Earth, doing the groundwork, I'll say that'll be what Kamala does. Because with so much going on with the Eternals and, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy are, is going to hit on some more people that's going on in the sky. You know, Thor is going to hit on more people, uh, uh, more villains in the sky. It's like it's a lot of things going on in the outside world, like in space that need to be handled. Like, so will they just use her talents like in the the worldly point of view or will they actually use it on a, a cosmic perspective? I wouldn't be mad if they use it on a cosmic. Because they're going to need a lot of hands-on deck, bro. If you got to yeah. deal with Galactus, you got to deal with Gore. Or Gore probably going to die in Thor. But you got to deal with the Eternals. You got to deal with the people that the Eternals messing with. It's a lot of people that you got to deal Who was in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, bro? And they was they was the gold people. The gold people in Oh, Guardians the gold of- people? I, I forgot their names, but I know what you're it started, about. It started with an S, but they were making something at the end of the Guardians Galaxy 2. They were making mm-hmm. Adam Warlock. So I don't know if Adam uh, Warlock. That's what they were. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if Adam Warlock. Yeah. He's he turns out to be good, but he starts off as a villain. So if he's yeah. a villain, like he's somebody who's going to be outer space. So will they need help with handling him, or will Captain Marvel just be handling all of this? So I don't know. Some people that I've seen connected to Ms. Marvel's name are like the Inhumans. Uh, yeah. I've seen Wolverine attached to her name. So maybe they can pull like whatever X-Men stuff we get in the future. Maybe mm-hmm. she could be, you know, thrown in some of those movies or shows or whatever. But then again, like I said, that's more so on Earth. Yeah. And any anything that happens on Earth, we're just going to refer to as groundwork at this yeah. point. Because they can do so much stuff in outer space and in different universes and all that. So I'll say anything on Earth is groundwork at this point. So X-Men, Inhumans like mutants in general i think that's where she'll collide with and the reason she's connected to the inhumans is because that's where her powers originally came from in the comics it came from like a terrigen mist which is in the which is in the inhumans comics and she was a part of that team that's how she got her powers at first but you see in the show she has the bracelet 
which is a family bracelet. So that mm -hmm. possibly could mean that her mom has powers. That could mean that her grandma that her mom kept referencing throughout the first episode could have had powers. Because it fe I felt like throughout the episode, the mom was like very aggravated about like the, the family thing. Like, oh, oh, the family. Oh, they so aggravated. Oh, yo, your grandma, she was she had to decide between the fantasy world or living in real life. So that felt like a huge theme. And then she asked Kamala at the end. Do you want to be the person in the, whose head in the sky or do you want to be on the ground with everybody else? And you see at the end, Kamala says she want to be cosmic. Like and she, that, you see that's how a good dichotomy, dichotomy. Yeah. And I think the reason, and I agree with your point of maybe, maybe the mom didn't want to have, this is my take. I think the mom didn't want to have powers and I think she knows what the bracelet stands for because yes. early in the episode, she took the bracelet from her and she said, don't worry about it. So maybe her mom saw her grandma do whatever powers the bracelet gives and maybe she grew up saying, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be involved in that life because you see late in the episode when Kamala really starts experiencing the powers, she goes in different dimensions. And I think that's what her mom keeps referencing throughout the show. Mm -hmm. You're trying to live in this fantasy world. The fantasy isn't good for you. You need to be in the real world. And I think she's she keeps calling it fantasy because maybe she's seen how her grandma went in different dimensions yes. and, how that, and how that negatively affected her. So I think that's yeah. what she's trying to keep Kamala away from. But Kamala said, bump that. I'm going to do this anyway. <laughs> or maybe it didn't negatively affect her. Well, but maybe she stayed in that dimension for too long. Maybe she was away from her kids longer than what she should have been or something like that. Because you see, it was some sort of like animosity between the mom of Kamala and the mother of her, like the grandma. It was some sort of animosity there that like maybe it was like, yeah, you didn't pay attention to the mom right. growing up or something like that. And that's why you don't want Kamala going down the same path. And maybe the mom has has even seen it herself where she has worn the bracelet, she has been to the other dimension, but she chose to go with reality because she wanted a family or something along those lines. Like, it could have been something like that, where she has the powers. Because I don't know if you if you remember the scene, bro, but it was the scene where um, she ended up coming back to the crib with Kamala. She ended up getting Bruno yep. some food, and she came back in, like, five seconds. I was like, damn. <laughs> and Bruno even said, like, how you got the food that fast? So it's like, did she it, it, did she already have powers or does she already have powers now? Does she still have powers to get? That's like, a good question. Because that was too quick. This. That was too quick. <laughs> Who gets food ready that fast, bro? Like, you, do you have some powers that nobody knows about? And you telling, but maybe she stays in reality way more than what her grandma and she doesn't want Kamala to go down that same path. But maybe yeah. she still does have powers though. Damn, I didn't even think about it. I didn't pay attention to that. Food that was part too fast, bro. That was too fast. It was like <laughs> 10 seconds. She was back out with the food. It was all plated up in Tupperware. I was like, hold on, hold on, bro. Hold on. That was way too quick. That was way too quick. Somebody has to stop that right there, bro. It was 10 seconds and nobody wanted to say anything. Nah, bro. She got some powers too, bro. Maybe she has like, a, maybe it's another form of heirloom that was passed down. That's other that's something separate than the bracelet. Maybe it's something else that the mom always wears just in case something happens that she needs to use mm. her powers. You know what I'm saying? Because the mom didn't seem surprised when Kamala jumped through the window and she had the powers. Cause I don't know if the mom seen the powers though. No, she didn't see that. She just oh, okay. I was about window. to say because I was yeah. like, the mom didn't seem surprised when she came through the window because there wasn't any tree there for her to climb up. So how else yeah. did she get up there? 
So she she really didn't question it. She was just mad at her ass when she walked in. Yeah, that was something I was like, I was thinking about like maybe she was used to people having power, so she's not really surprised now. Oh no, she all she saw was her walk through the window. She didn't see her mm. get up on the roof and use her powers to push herself up and none of that. She ain't yeah. seen none of that. Plus, she had that mom rage in her eyes. She didn't give a damn what she saw at that point. <laughs> Just why are you late? <laughs> <laughs> she did it at all, bro. She did that all. And I and I rock with that dude Bruno too. I feel like every one of these characters has to have a cooler sidekick. I feel you gotta like have that was, smart dude in the yeah, chair. Yeah, you gotta have that cooler sidekick. He could end up being the one that makes her um makes her costumes, makes gadgets yep. for her, stuff like that. So that's a dope, that's a dope sidekick to have for sure. And he was somebody who really wasn't surprised. He really like just rolled with it quickly. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. somebody who was like, damn, like he was in sitting there and all. Like he was like, Oh, you got powers? Oh, we gotta go. We gotta, we gotta go. We gotta get out of here. It's like, damn, okay. You just roll along with anything, I guess. So that joke was dope. That joke was dope for sure. A question I had though was who is I seen on the cast list there was somebody named Red Dagger. So I'm assuming that's gonna be the antagonist of this show. Cause I was trying to look up who who the villain could be, and I didn't want to spoil anything for myself because shout out to new rock stars, but I'd be scared to read anything nowadays. <laughs> Cause people be telling the whole show, and I don't want to know the whole show off of one episode. So I'm really trying not to read too much into it, but I'm assuming Red Dagger is going to be the antagonist. Possibly. And I was wondering who would be a good villain for her because she's so young. You don't want to throw nobody too big at her, especially for her first challenge. So it's like, who can she really fight? So I don't know who this Red Dagger is. I don't know if you can look him up, look up if he has some sort of background to him. They they said in the comics, they said on Marvel.com, like she went against Hydra. Like her, her character is known for going against Hydra a lot. Hydra? Is Hydra even around anymore? I'm, I'm sure there's still Hydra? Hydra people. Doesn't Val huh? work for Hydra? Val, yeah, 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 yeah. the Dark Avengers. Yeah, is yeah she with Hydra. Possibly. Especially if they about to go up against the Dark Avengers. Especially if she's a yeah. part of the Young Avengers. That would make sense if she goes up against Hydra. Like I said. So I don't know if this Red Dagger person is going to be Hydra. But in the comics anyway, like she went against Hydra a few times. So. And that was her main villain? Like, who else was, like, her main villain? I don't villain? know if that was her main villain, but I seen Hydra name first, and I seen them for, like, two paragraphs. So I was like, oh, this must be who she fight most of the time. So, so yeah, that, that was my main question, too. I don't know I don't know who's going to be her main villain. I don't know who's a good person that you can pair with. I feel like it would be dope if there was, like, another person, another young person that she could fight with. That you know what I'm saying that it can really battle it out at the end of the day, and not somebody that's older than her from another dimension or some shit like that. I wish it was somebody that they're on the same playing field, both of y'all getting powers at the same time, and then y'all go right. head up. I feel like that would be some dope shit. I know they're not gonna go that way, and I don't know what this other dimension is. I was hearing that the other dimension that she ended up slipping into could be the ancestral plane. It could be another mm. uh, dimension. Like I just don't know what it is because we've seen in Moon Knight, we've seen in Black Panther. That the ancestral plan has been referenced so much, and for the Pakistanis and for this family bloodline, that could possibly have been her um her ancestral plan right there, where she could see like the past Miss Marvels in her family bloodline. So that could have been. Yeah, I keep seeing Hydra pop up. I don't see no other name right now. Hydra. If you legit, I don't know why you worried about Hydra. Like, so if something had to have happened to you, if you if you worried about like a big bad, like some Hydra, bro. Hydra probably worried about her. She probably <laughs> worried about her. <laughs> cause I don't know. Cause do you think the the girl 
that she had beef with and she ended up saving at the end of the episode do you think she will end up finding out that that was kamala and do you think she could be somebody in that causes a villain to pop up out of nowhere it's like oh she ended up telling uh, somebody that kamala is miss marvel and oh she tells somebody and now they want to take kamala down she doesn't give me that vibe she just gives me um she just gives me the pretty high school popular girl. Like she doesn't give me like helping the the villain at all in any of this. I feel mm-hmm. like she'll she'll be a character that's just in the way that Kamala has to deal with at high yeah, school. Yeah, you gotta like, hide. Yeah, that's yeah, you gotta hide your hide who mm-hmm. you are from this person. So I think she'll be that, but I don't think she'll be somebody that finds out her identity and try to tell the villain about her identity or the, I don't know. They, I hope yeah. they don't do that because she she's a character they don't need to dive into. Man, I'm tired of people living double lives, bro, hiding their life, bro. Like my nigga Cat Williams said, if I'm better than you, I'm going to say I'm better than you. And I'm going <laughs> to let you niggas know that I'm better than you. I'm walking around like I'm the hot shit. And I feel like one of the few people that really lived out loud was uh, Iron Man. Even though Iron mm-hmm. Man was grown as hell, obviously he had his own money and shit. It was like, damn, I wish they these people that could they could just live out loud, bro. Didn't have to hide themselves. And once again, every trope they're hiding. Why can't they just be like, I'm Miss Marvel, bro? We just found out that Peter Parker was um Peter Parker was Spider-Man. It was like that was some dope shit. Seeing actually seeing how people turned on him when he was viewed as a superhero for years. So I think yeah. that's such a dope perspective. I don't know if people would have turned on her. Because now you've gone through that Peter Parker situation. Would you turn somebody turn on somebody who's helping the neighborhood, helping the community like that? I don't know. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I, that's a good question, bro. I don't know. Because nobody really remembers the Peter Parker thing anymore. So that's not even in yeah, Marvel true. people's heads. So it's like this is a whole new situation of somebody living out loud. So like I said, especially with um, because I don't know if the Sokovian Accords are still in effect of... Uh, I forgot got, all about that, too. Yeah, I feel like we don't, they never bring that up anymore. So yeah. I don't know if that's still a thing, but I feel like that could be something that comes up, too, uh, if she does have to, like, announce herself, like, oh, oh, you're Kamala Khan? Like, oh, you stay in Jersey speaking City? Of, speaking of the Sokovian Accords, uh, what's his name who played um, who played the uh, Attorney General? Oh, 30 years Ross. He died, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he died. So, mm-hmm. and he hasn't they don't have been Val as the number anything. one. That's what I'm saying. They they haven't mentioned him in any of this Marvel stuff recently. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they've mentioned him in any shows or anything. So, is he a character that flipped away and then came back? And since he's dead in real life now, like, are they? Of, of course, they're gonna just kill his character off. But mm-hmm. I wonder how they're gonna. Do that. I wonder how they're gonna bring back up his character because I, I don't think we could just never bring up Thaddeus Ross ever again. I think that power would just be shifted down to Val. Oh, she will be the head in line because we were kind of already predicting it with the oh, she's connected to Thaddeus Ross. Oh, we're gonna get a Thunderbolts because he's Thunderbolt Ross in the comics. We already seen it building up, but instead of having to reveal him, it's just gonna be like Val is the leader that you have to answer to now. It's nobody else mm-hmm. that's over her. Because she never mentioned Thaddeus Ross. She never right. mentioned that it was the Thunderbolts team. So you never knew he was there. It was just going to be a reveal down the line. But since he has passed away, it's just going to be like, oh, okay, everybody's just going to team up under me and I'm the leader now. Like Abomination, the John Walker, Captain America, Yelena Belova, all of them would just go down her way with no 
actual leader leader over Val at this point. True, true. Yeah. And it was another question I had. Uh oh, let's go ahead and um for my question, let's go ahead and jump to the post credit scene. I don't know who this agency people I don't know who these agency people are that are looking for Kamala. That was a terrible post credit scene. That that's one thing I didn't I like. They didn't give it was like two minutes, not even two minutes. It was like a minute even. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't even say over a minute. It was just two people that looked at a phone and they were like, oh, yeah, we got to find her. And then they just walked off and the screen went black. Yeah. Like, we didn't get to see any special symbols anywhere. We didn't get to see what lab they were in for real. It's just two random people that seen Kamala on the phone and they're like, yeah, we got to go get her. So I don't know who these people are. I don't know what agency they're a part Once of. Once again, if you said they're going up against Hydra, then... Could be someone connected to Hydra. They ain't look like no Hydra shit, though. It didn't look intimidating at all. It looked like people in the office that <laughs> see Kamala on their phone. They want to experiment on her and shit. <laughs> yeah, like, it ain't look like no Hydra shit. Yeah, I, I don't know who they were at the end, bro. Like I said, I'm, I'm totally uh, new to the Miss Marvel character, so I don't know anything when it comes to villains, who she could be encountering down the line. Like I said, I just like episode one, and I know down the line that she will encounter... Uh, Captain Marvel, Photon, Maria Rambo down the line. So I think that's going to be dope. When do you think she will come up? Because I know she's going to come up because we do have the Marvel's movie yeah. coming up, I think, next year or in two years or something. Like I want to say it's 2022 now. I think it come out next year. Yeah, so it comes out next. So it comes out next next year. year. So obviously she's going to encounter Captain Marvel. Do you think she shows up in the actual finale or do you think she shows up earlier than that? Uh, Captain Marvel herself. I don't think we'll get a Captain Marvel cameo in this show. I can see us getting uh, Maria Rambo. I can get us seeing her again because we ain't seen her what since WandaVision. Mm-hmm. So we could definitely get a cameo of her in this one, and we might even get a look into the um into the scrolls because we haven't seen the scrolls since WandaVision too, mm-hmm. and that could be a, a hint towards something we'll see in Secret Invasion or something like that. So I, I think that'll be my biggest prediction. We'll get a Maria Rambo and a scroll in cameo in this show. And what if the people at the end were like Cree, like Cree scientists, mm. and they want to find her to take her down because they don't want her to be a part of Captain Marvel's crew because obviously the Cree are their enemy at this point. So yep. maybe that was some Cree scientists like, oh, Damn, we got to find her. We got to take her down. So that's probably who it was, bro. And I would That's be looking point. out for scrolls too, because once again, we're getting closer to that uh secret invasion too. We're getting closer mm-hmm. and closer to that date. Cause that's what the back end of the year, I want to say. Back end? Yeah. That's back end of the year with Samuel. Now, Jackson. now that we've now that we've got the the She-Hulk um date, the secret invasion date should be coming soon after. Yep. And something else I really love, bro. The animation quirks, like the, the animation yeah. in the background, like the Captain Marvel, like cartoon flying when she was looking at the, the sky and like the city yeah, layout. That was dope. It honestly reminded me of Woke, bro. But it wasn't like any inanimate object, like talking to her and shit like that. But it really reminded me of Woke, how you have like the cartoons flying around. Because obviously, my man, I'm forgetting my man, Lamar Morris's character in Woke is like mm-hmm. an artist and shit. So it's like the same thing here. And so like I, the I text messages, like you'll yeah. see a text pop up in the sky or on the ground or something. Like I was like, that's dope as hell. That and is yeah, you see how a way the, to keep you engaged. Exactly. You see how the letters popped up on the street? It was letters that uh, yeah. the emojis popped up on like the sign in the restaurant. I was like, that's yeah. creative, bro. That's creative from Marvel, bro. So it's just some different shit that I, I like uh, that we really haven't gotten in other shows. But that's everything that I've honestly had. 
for this uh, episode? Or how did the the bracelet get powered up? But I think we already said it was like past, like it was yeah, family I, shit. But how did it? How did it start though? Oh, you mean like the history of it? That's yeah. How would it start up? Are they gonna roll with the uh, Inhumans, Terrigen Mist shit? Or are they gonna go with like it was some Cree Marvel type shit that got it? To where it is today. That's the that's the only explanation that makes sense because mm-hmm. because of the fact that it's cosmic energy. That's the only mm-hmm. thing that I can think of. So yeah, because I'm 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 only entertaining the Inhumans one because we just seen Black Bolt. So I'm like, right. are they trying to incorporate them into the MCU now? Maybe she can be one of the Inhumans. But I think they're mm-hmm. just gonna stick with the Kree Marvel thing and just ride on with that because that's what actually makes sense to us. You can't throw in no Inhuman shit. And it's like, damn, that honestly throw a curveball into the entire equation. So just keep it simple, then. That honestly would yeah, do well. We haven't had stuff. anything new from Inhumans. What that was like, twenty eighteen, I think the last time that was um, on television or something. Only it, it was a, to that show. Yeah, it was a TV show, like um, mm-hmm. like what you call it, Agents of Shield. So yeah, yeah, I've only seen clips, but you see how Marvel is like incorporating all of that into the MCU. Now that's why I said I just can't be surprised at this point. Agents of Shield has been incorporated. They said that's MCU canon. We see that all of these Netflix shows are becoming canon with the Daredevil. I'm hearing that Jessica Jones. I'm hearing that uh, Luke Cage. Like all of these people are going to be incorporated into the MCU now. So what you've seen on Netflix and it was connected to Marvel, that will be inside the MCU. And I would love to see mm-hmm. Jessica Jones. That's somebody else I fuck with who was really close damn, to Daredevil. Luke too. Cage, yeah. bro. Damn, that was. That was like what three, four years ago now? That was like five years ago. That was like 2017. Damn, <laughs> that bro. was a minute ago, bro. Bro, time fly, bro. Cause it felt like That's... I just watched Luke Cage the other day. That's... That was years ago. That's crazy. That was years ago, bro. <laughs> but yeah, bro. That's everything I got for this episode. I honestly don't have any predictions. Obviously, I think uh Kamala's gonna get hunted down. She's gonna try to figure out uh more of her powers. Cause I feel like it's more that she can do other than what we have seen than the icicle mm-hmm. and with the um the she fantastic four too. She can, oh, like she can morph, shapeshift too. She can morph into, I don't know what she can morph into, but that's a power she has too. Oh, wow. See, I didn't even know that. So look, that's, there's more things that we're going to find out about Kamala. And also the, the people are obviously going to be tracking her down. So those are like the two plot lines. I can see everything. Else I would I really say don't know. my biggest prediction, like I said, I think we're going to get Monica Rambo and some type of scroll cameo in this show. Uh, Other than that, like Quincy said, I don't got too much. Uh, I just want to see them dive into her powers a lot more since she's very enthusiastic about learning these powers, unlike America Chavez. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm ready to get a lot of CGI with her superpowers. And I, I hope they um dive into, you know, the different dimensions that she'll go into mm-hmm. and stuff. And I, I hope they don't just, like, fly past it or none of that. Because we see mm-hmm. in episode one, she just went for like half a second yeah. and then came back. She didn't even know what she was. So yeah. I hope she's able to actually go through there and see whatever she sees. They're definitely going to dive into the history. There's no way you can give give us that purple that purple dimension. And then there was multiple heads back there too. It's like a yeah. lot of people have been a part of this have been a part of this uh, bloodline. So yeah, you just can't show us that and then not show us that no more. That's gonna be a, that's <laughs> gonna play a big part for sure. And uh, how many episodes? I'm kind of trying to look up how many episodes six, this show. I think. It's six episodes? Damn, I this feels like it's going to be something longer than that. That's crazy. Because this episode was 50 minutes. I doubt this you. Was, just I didn't expect this long. episode. I didn't expect this show to be as long as it was, bro. I'm I'm assuming this is going to be six episodes. Yeah, it is. Six episodes concluding on July 13th. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So damn. Because that's going to be right before Thor comes out. Because Thor comes out July. Thor comes out before that. Thor comes out before that. Okay. Damn. Okay. Yeah. That shit high key work then. Mm. All right. That worked for me. All right, bro. Y'all, you can hit up with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube at Q and Sign E Podcast. And our Gmail is QANDE Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. And definitely subscribe to all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Definitely subscribe to the QE Media page. That is QANDE Media.com. The Twitter is QE Media. And the Instagram is Q-A-N-D-E Media. And we appreciate you guys for listening. And we out. Peace.